Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, guys. And welcome to Hack the Movies video for my show, Talking About Tapes. How you doing? Well, good. Doing, doing very well. Uh, great energy. Thank you. Great energy. Okay, we've got Brian and Mike here. What's Hello. Going on? Brian's edited a couple videos for me, yeah, and for like uh, Mike shot some of my stuff. He was even the actor for the Dinosaur Man in the new thing. Yeah, I was the lead dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo from 2002. A classic. Yes. Uh, why? Why did you pick this movie? Why? Why are we doing this one? I like it. I like it a lot. I think yeah. it's uh I think it's an underrated movie. I think it doesn't get the appreciation it deserves. Okay. Well you're lucky I happen to have this in my girlfriend's collection. Everybody happens to have it yeah. in their DVD collection. In my collection. girlfriend's DVD collection, I found it. I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing Scooby Doo out of the list that you gave me. I'm like, well, I own that one. <laughs> the list of uh three movies. Uh, yes. two of them were obscure Japanese movies. Yes, yes. Uh so Scooby-Doo, what can I say? Uh, I watched the reruns as a kid, as most of us did. Yep. Uh, I watched a little bit of that 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo show, which that's when things got weird. Then I watched Pup Named Scooby-Doo. That was probably the last new Scooby-Doo show I watched growing up. And then I saw th- I saw this movie in theaters, and I guess I was in like a weird age for it, where I'm like, I mean, I like Scooby-Doo, but this is kind of like appealing to real young kids, and... It came out like around the same time as Spider-Man, and I think I either wanted to see Spider-Man again, or I was just waiting for Spider-Man. I didn't really care about the Scooby-Doo movie, and I haven't seen it since VHS. Would you say Spider-Man was a better movie than this? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd say that's actually probably fair. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be the odd one out on this one. Really? (laughs) Yeah, no. So, Aris, what's your experience with Scooby-Doo, the franchise? Pretty much, where are you, Scooby-Doo? The classic series rerun. uh, Pup named Scooby-Doo, obviously. Um, Scooby and Scrappy, I forget what that exact series was called. There was like a couple of them, I think. Yeah. Uh, And then this movie, ironically. Okay. Uh, Yeah, this movie from the director of Home Alone 3 who went on to direct the Smurfs trilogy. So we're dealing with talent here. Uh, you know what? I can't make fun. That guy probably made a shit ton of money. Like, these movies probably make a lot of money. Yeah, he's, he's laughing to the bank every day. He's laughing yeah. to the bank. And we're here talking about his movie. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. are we? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, I don't even have on my notes here, I don't even have the director's name written down. Um... <laughs> Nope. Oh, I don't have it written down either. <laughs> I, it's all like it's like Raja something. I forget how to say his name. Uh, but yeah, so this movie everyone knows now. This was gonna be like a more adult themed movie, 
Uh, it seems like they were pushing for a PG-13 rating. Mm -hmm. James Gunn claims there's an R-rated version of this movie, but I highly doubt that. I would love to just see the darkest side of Scooby-Doo possible. It's like I, the dark night of Scooby-Doo's. Yeah, well, everything I was reading... Wait, we'll get back to that Batman connection in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, everything I was reading, it seems like it was decided like pretty early on, like after the cast signed on, to make it more family-friendly. So, I, I mean, I, they probably fixed a couple things to knock it down to PG, but I highly doubt there's an R rating. I think he just threw that out there. Yeah, Released this movie's the pretty gun. raunchy for PG, even. Yeah, but, like, for PG-13, though, it would be fine. But, yeah, yeah release the gun cut of Scooby-Doo. Is there anyone insane. calling for that? Does he mean, like, a script that's rated R? Maybe a script. I mean, scripts don't get rated, but there's probably yeah. a script that's meant to be like that. The problem is we'll never actually know because the franchise owners of Scooby-Doo will never let that even <laughs> leak out with, like, name changes. Yeah. Apparently there was a deleted scene where Velma and Daphne made out, so we were robbed of that. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess let's get into this movie unless you guys have any other background information we all have different sets of notes here we're not all on the same page <laughs> no i mean um written by james gunn yes which uh famously uh is making the suicide squad oh yeah the, the first the first squad. the first iteration of it we didn't get any movies before that yeah there's no suicide squad <laughs> movies before this um yeah i will say the cast is pretty spot on oh god yeah no that was the one thing i kept commenting when i was yeah. watching it is like I, I watched it a long time ago, and I haven't watched it recently. Seeing all the huge names, especially for that era, yeah. all the names that were in it, it's just obscene how many, like, mm -hmm. crazy huge actors there are, there are yeah. from, like, different backgrounds, too, which yeah. is the weirdest thing. And they were all pretty popular at that time. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince are reuniting from I Know You Did Last Summer. They show up in this. He's, uh, well, Freddie Prince Jr. plays Fred. Yeah, uh, perfect casting. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar plays Daphne. Mm -hmm. Um... What's his face? Matthew Lillard, who was a meme for like three months last year, does Shaggy. And uh, this movie started my Linda Cardellini crush as Velma. Okay, I could see that. Velma is, I'm going to say this a couple times in this review, Velma is distractingly hot in this movie. <laughs> for the character of Velma, you don't usually consider <laughs> like the way she's drawn. But in this movie, I'm like, holy shit. I, I had a thing for Velma in this. Would you say that this uh, individually started the thick Velma memes back in the day? This probably <laughs> did. Although she's not thick. She's, she's not, not thick, thick, but nah. you know how that fan art exaggerates. Yeah, there was that fan art. I don't think she's thick, though. Let's go to, like, your t-shirt, yeah, for she's example. Yeah, like this. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I think is cool, too, is you yeah. said about Matthew Lillard, just how much it sparked for the future of his career with him voicing Shaggy after that. Yeah. Becoming a huge Scooby-Doo persona in general. It reminds me of uh, J.K. Simmons as, getting back to Spider-Man, um, J. Jonah Jameson. He did that in cartoons up until recently, and then they brought him back. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Those movies came out at the same time. These two actors stayed with that franchise in some way, shape, or form for years. Nailed it. Great casting on their part. Oh, for yeah. Shaggy. Yeah. And uh, the movie starts off like an end to an episode. Mm -hmm. uh, which that that ghost animatronic costume is pretty awesome. The what do they call him? The Phantom something. Oh man, I did not write that. No, I don't, name. I don't. Yeah, I don't have his name here. Uh, the only thing I have is that uh, he's groping Daphne for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're gonna talk about that in a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so this ghost is attacking a toy factory, I guess, mm -hmm. and uh, he's all spooky and scary, and it's. If you've seen Scooby, Scooby-Doo is very, 
formulaic. Mm -hmm. The original cartoon, it's always the mystery machine shows up. Someone's like, oh, there's a monster or a ghost in this property that I own. And then there's always a mean character that's like, get away, kids. And then at the end, it turns out it wasn't a ghost. It was that guy from earlier. Yep. And it's always some kind of insurance fraud scheme. Uh, that's every episode of the original Scooby-Doo. So, spoiler. Spoiler for every episode. <laughs> if you've never seen the original run of Scooby-Doo, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what, 60 years of being yeah. out? <laughs> we found out Scooby-Doo's not even that original. It was kind of modeled off of a uh, 60s live-action show. Hmm. And when you look at the cast, it looks like Fred and Daphne and Shaggy. Weird, I didn't know I forget what it was called. I'll put an image up here. Um, so yeah, they, they unmask the villain and it's old man... Smithers. Smithers. Something okay. like that, yeah. Before they even do that, there's two weird things that stood out to me in the movie. Yeah. There's one where Fred just completely misses the ghost and ends up just drenching Velma with water. Like, <laughs> as if it's some kind of weird, pervy, like... Yeah like contest but it's like weird like going into a little bit further in the movie you kind of realize that maybe he has a thing for velma and that was a weird play like was he yeah just yeah there that? was like a thing i mean he says she turns him on yeah that's it's exactly he's I just a in. sexual deviant yeah uh, he's just weird yeah <laughs> i think he's just a male bimbo to be honest <laughs> yeah. And then it's the fact that Shaggy has, like, the most legit skateboarding skills, like, ever. Like, busting a 5-0 in the middle of a toy factory corner pipe. Like. Oh, oh, we forgot to talk about uh, everyone looks great in this movie. Then we get to the title uh, character, Scooby-Doo, and he looks horrible. Oh, I don't think he looks that bad. For he I don't think he too. looks that bad. He looked, he looked pretty bad. So I recently just uh, am watching Lovecraft Country, and yeah. some of the CGI in that show makes me, like, be happy that Scooby-Doo is as good as it is. <laughs> Because I, we, it could be much worse. But that's like a show. This was like a big... That, this was also like 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. No, but like you think like it was weird. It's It depends on who did it. Uh, but I'm thinking of like, I didn't really like them, but the Harry Potter movies have some dated CGI, but it looks better than this. Obviously, Lord of the Rings was blowing everyone out the water. Um, this is like Jar Jar Binks. This is below Jar Jar Binks. And, uh, uh, I would say it's on par with them. They both kind of have that weird, like, plasticky, like, clay Yeah, and he's like, he's, like, not colored right in a lot of scenes. He looks too bright. Like, he doesn't match the lighting in the area. It looks bizarre. It looks pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, it's... I, I I attribute it to, like, the early 2000s, but then you're, like, bringing up examples. I'm like, oh, man, maybe it was just not yeah. I mean, Spider-Man had <laughs> some <laughs> shitty CGI, but for the most part, it looked good. Like, that, like... That's another thing. You go, you see Spider-Man that same year. Yeah. And then you see Scooby-Doo and you're like, oh, wow, the effects suck in this. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, so Pam Anderson shows up. Yep. Turns For out it's her toy factory. Is she driving the mystery machine? Yeah, she is. She, so so she's driving the mystery, mystery machine through her own door or, yeah. or wall or whatever it is. Yeah. Damaging the property. Because we find out it's her toy factory. And that's, where she makes a, a, like uh, environmentally safe action <laughs> The biggest thing is that that's what makes it the scariest thing is that her character's involvement with revealing the ghost as like the yeah. janitor of the place. It's like he's the scariest character of this entire thing. Yeah. He wanted her, but then even earlier he says that or uh, was it Daphne says that he was like groping her while he was like kidnapping her and stuff. Like this dude is just. A scary yeah. real life villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Pam Anderson thing is funny because she's was a big celebrity at the time, and that reminds me of the Scooby Doo show shoehorned in celebrities. 
Yeah. Like the Harlem Globetrotters. And even like characters for like Batman showed up. Like that is a very Scooby-Doo thing to do. It's just yeah. have a completely out of place celebrity show up. More recently wrestling, like John Cena was throwing <laughs> boulders in an episode or something. Yeah, something what? like that. Well, Hanna-Barbera and wrestling, that's a whole other different topic. They've made many things like that. So yes. this is like the end of their first round of adventures, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because w- what's the reasoning, I think? Uh, well, Fred Fred takes credit for everything. He's being kind of like an egotistical douche. Yeah. Um, and everyone's kind of just fed up with it, it seems. Yeah. Um, everyone has like their own reasons for not really wanting to do it anymore. Okay. Everyone except for good guy Shaggy. Yes. He and Scooby are the only two that are like, come on, guys, let's not. Yeah. And everyone's like, nah, screw you too. Yeah, I guess Daphne's <laughs> like tired of being like kidnapped. Yeah. And obviously Velma feels uh, sidelined whenever Fred's around. So they break up. And this is like one of the funnier jokes in the beginning, which reminds me how this was supposed to be a little bit more mature. But you see the mystery machine, there's smoke coming out of it. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone used to joke that Shaggy and Scooby were like stoners. Oh, and I remember being yeah. like a kid in the theater, like, oh, my God, are they going to do it? And then they're like cooking something instead. I'm like, OK, that, that seems about right. <laughs> Can you imagine you're sitting in the theater and they just open the doors and it's just they're just smoking like nobody smoked before. <laughs> like, uh, so then they get invited to Spooky Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> by by that weird, creepy kid. I only yeah. notice something if you watch it when he says, all you can eat. His mouth doesn't like move and his teeth just stay flat. Like, all you can eat. And you're like, oh, Is he supposed you're... to, jumping ahead, is he supposed to be like a monster man? I don't think so. Mm. I mean, maybe. But... No, I think he is because it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Because he's acting yeah. so weird and yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense if he so is. So they want Scooby and Shaggy yeah. to come to the island. Uh, they get to the airport and we see everyone is there. Yep. The mystery team is there and they all have updated versions of their outfits, which I liked. I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice call to to say like, hey, yeah. like things have progressed. Two years, I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. One thing I like in those two years, I think I have written here. Uh, Velma is helping NASA make military weapons. Yeah, like yes. missile missiles and stuff, and it's like, oh. That was a weird direction for her to take. Yeah, I that don't seems really... kind of out of, out of character. Like, I know she was bit. smart, but like I thought she was like mystery solving smart. I didn't know she was like like a detective or something. Yeah, like an actual like, detective. Making, like, drones. She got <laughs> so angry with Fred that she just took all that anger and channeled it into weaponry to destroy <laughs> and level cities. <laughs> uh, so then they get on the plane, and I think we have this all in our notes. Why is Scooby in disguise. So yeah, that's before they even get on the plane, though. Yeah. That's he's roaming through the airport. And I was like, the thing that I wrote down is like, everyone knows he's a dog. You yeah. know it. I know it. Yeah. The only two people that don't seem to know it is the dude who's whistling the like cat call whistle, like the. Yeah. And Fred. They're the only two who don't realize this in the entire airport. The staff knows. Yeah. They still let them on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> but like, why? You could bring an animal on the plane. They have to go, like, underneath, I well, think. Well, I think that's why. I think they probably didn't want Scooby to have to, like, go underneath or something. That's or... real convoluted. I mean, yeah. this is a stupid universe where well, dogs can talk. Just yeah. f- forget the plane. Just forget the disguise. They just let Scooby on. Why not? Yeah, yeah he was... is a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> that was the weird part, too. It's like they do talk about, oh, they don't let big dogs on the plane. But then you also wouldn't be able to have some of the plane plot armor we'll say okay so there's yeah. actually there's another part on the plane then that kind of like well what does it matter if he's a dog 
because there's a cat on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And Scooby just straight up kills a cat on the plane. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not on camera. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, another really good joke. Uh, Shaggy meets the girl of his dreams, Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yep. That was that was pretty. They were funny. alluding to it again, yeah. And also, this started my Isla Isla Fisher crush. I forget how to say her first name, but she's in Hot Rod and uh, Arrested Development and stuff. I'm used to seeing her as a redhead. I'm not used to seeing her as a blonde. That kind of threw me off, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. I've never seen anything else with her in it. Like both those things that you just listed, Arrested Development and Hot Rod, have not seen either. You've had to have seen her in something. She uh, uh, the Wedding Crashers. She's like the horny sister. Never saw Wedding Crashers. Go ahead, keep naming. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna be okay. here. We're gonna be here all day. Uh, we're gonna keep going. Yeah, we're gonna keep moving along. We'll find <laughs> out we, after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Can we discuss the fact that she's like the only other human being that eats dog food for some reason? Can we? All right, it's vegetarian. Does someone know the Hanna Barbera expanded universe Scooby Doo lore? What are Scooby snacks? Are they dog treats? Are they cookies? Is Scooby related to the brand? Do they own it? Do the, is it main? Is he named after it? What is it? Scooby has to be uh, related to the brand because they have his symbol on it. So that is one thing. But they are actual dog biscuits that are made of veggies. So it's a vegetarian alternative to like the traditional dog biscuit. That I do know for some reason. Okay, hmm. but like, what is? Scooby's relationship. It does does he own the company who has it? That I don't know. I know there's a connection. I don't know okay. what the actual connection is. Because you gotta think, they are celebrities. Like even in the universe when everyone's like there yeah. in the beginning, like they're celebrities. So I'd imagine they are just a product that exceeded kind of like mm. think about Arnold Palmer. Like yeah. he didn't golf for a long time and yeah, now he's unfortunately passed away. They're yeah. still making Arnold Palmer, you still know what an Arnold Palmer is. Yeah. So, yeah. so well, I, that if, always that if always that's the case then, how does she not know them? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's a like, weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and okay. Scooby's got hands on the planes. We literally, yeah. we watched him knock out Fred in like <laughs> one punch. Like yeah. he's got legit, like he's got moves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they arrived to the island, and I forgot that Rowan Atkinson, yeah. Mr. Bean, yeah. was, was the, the bad guy. Yeah, this was actually the first movie I had seen him in. Really? Because I was young when it came out. I was like. Eight or nine or something like that. Jesus Christ. Actually, it might have been this or Rat Race now that I'm thinking about it. Nah. So, yeah. I saw him in a Mr. Bean thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he shows up. And what's his name, by the way? You have it written down. It I saw is. Um, Emil Mondavarius. God-tier villain name. That's Just a great God-tier, name, yeah. though, Mondavarius. And I think, uh, what's his face? Fred keeps messing it up mm-hmm. the yes. whole movie. <laughs> he calls him, like, Machu Picchu or something in the one scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like... <laughs> Uh, so they're hanging out in the island. They notice, like, I, I think here they notice the kids are kind of talking weird, like real stereotypical. Yeah. How's the island? Are you tricking on me? Back off my grill, son! Carol, what are you doing? That dialogue feels oddly natural, like as if some church pastor tried to write this. Yeah. It doesn't feel too inflated, yet it doesn't feel too connected to, like, actual slang. It was such a weirdly yeah. good balance for what they did. This, this movie is very 2000s. It is. From, oh, like, the God, slang yeah. to, like, the outfits, yeah, the hairstyles, gonna, the music choices. Uh, Mary Jane has, like, a clip-on phone on her skirt. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't seen a clip-on phone in a very long time. Uh, but there's one really good joke. The One of the bad guys calls Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And, like, the guy's like, all right, I got a call for Doo. And some guy's like, Melvin Doo? They're like, no, Scooby. And, like, I, for some reason, that made me crack up. 
And then it, it gets called back in the end, which made me crack up again. <laughs> yeah. But I did kind of like how very obvious the caller is. Like, yeah, we got some hamburgers. Go into the dark ones. Yeah. Is that, so watch that scene again. Have you ever seen Don't Be a Menace in South Central? Yeah. yeah. The cheeseburger scene? That for some reason, the way he says it, the cadence that he has and everything like that, I'm like, is this a South Central reference? And the reason I ask that is there's a lot of hip hop, there's a lot of rap references in it. Yeah. It might just be like the loosest reference that I caught like ever. Maybe. It was Maybe. so weird. Like I had this bag of hamburgers. <laughs> like. <laughs> so they're uh, looking around. There's like a crazy bald guy who's like showing ghosts and stuff. And Velma's like, it's all holograms and whatnot. But I like uh, Daphne goes exploring. Yep. And she bumps into my good friend, Miguel Nunez Jr. From Return of the Living Dead and Street Fighter and Joanna Man. He was Joanna Man. Was he Joanna Man? No he idea. was Joanna Man. No. Yes. Really? Yes. That's ridiculous. Uh, really, really good actor. He was in Carnosaur 2. Great film. Great <laughs> film. Uh, no, really, really funny B-movie actor. Leprechaun 4. He's in Leprechaun 4. Uh, I do like the scene with him because uh, he's like, whatever you do, don't go into that scary castle. And I like how Daphne, she's trying to be smarter. Yeah. And she's like, no, wait, you want me to go to the castle? His character is so underappreciated in this movie, too. He's yeah. in the movie for like three or four minutes. And yeah. he has the funniest lines and the funniest like way to say his lines. And he's nothing but a way to move the plot like an inch. What is he doing on the island? He's, he's the only one who's not evil, yet he's he still chilling there. there. I, I'm thinking he's probably like one of the aboriginals from that island, and he's just carrying out the traditions, because he's got all the weird, like, I old stuff, but... Like, <laughs> he's just hanging out, you know? <laughs> he got casted, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, um, when did they introduce the monsters? Is that before they're in the castle, I think? So, technically, um, yes, at the luau. They okay. show them in the hologram. And also, Scooby almost gets attacked. By right, them. right. Yes. Scooby almost gets attacked. And that's when I wrote in the note, the monsters look horrible. Yeah, they oh, do. They look, yeah. they look You can they try to defend Scooby-Doo, no, but you cannot do And they no. look like they're all at, like, a different frame rate. Like, they don't look like they're animated at 24 frames per second. They look like they're 18. I don't know if that was a conscious choice. Or, yeah. Well, now, or that, now that you mentioned that, yeah, they do seem a bit off from everything yeah. else. They, uh, seems... they look like rabbits, which are weird. Yeah, they have like, a weird design. Yeah. It almost seems like they put them on a green screen on a PlayStation game and then like just injected the green screen footage onto the game. Like that's yeah, kinda, the best way I could describe it. Kinda, yeah. Uh, so then they go to the Gothic Castle and uh, yep. it looks like a Tim Burton set. The Literally the sheer amount of practical sets that they use yeah. on this that look great oh, yeah, is yeah. insane. Um, and the Tim Burton reference, uh, one of the first teasers for this movie, I don't know if you guys ever saw the teaser for this, mm -mm. but it's basically a dark, spooky mansion, and the camera's going around, and, like, the Tim Burton Batman music plays, so you think, I remember being like, holy shit, is there another, like, I don't know why I would be so excited, because Batman and Robin was the last movie I saw, but I, for a minute, I'm like, <laughs> is there a new Batman movie? Uh, and then, like, it, it goes through the mansion, and then you see... The ears and the thing, and then the lights turn on, and it's Scooby-Doo. You know, when you say it, it sounds oddly familiar. I might have seen that. You probably kind of remember the ear part yeah. and just being like, what? Um, so, yeah, I was like, this looks like a Tim Burton set. I'm surprised he didn't direct it. I mean, he went on to direct worst uh, TV show movies oh, like uh, Dark Shadows and whatever the hell else. I, I've lost track of what Tim Burton's yeah. doing. Uh, but the ride inside the Gothic Castle looks insane. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. I want to go on that goddamn ride. <laughs> so my problem with that is it's so dangerous, though. Like, 
unreasonable amounts of dangerous. And it, it's like, there are literal like ride designers, there's contract union <laughs> workers in there making this, there's safety engineers going in and it's just like, oh yeah, no, perfectly sharpened. Yeah, these are great. Let's just kill teens, I guess. Oh, spikes at a dead end, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, oh to be God. fair, they're not sitting in the carts. Maybe if they were in the carts, it would be fine. Uh, maybe. You're not supposed to run through the thing. I think it's um, awful that like Shaggy and Scuba are at the exact angle that they need to be at to be get caught by the sausage animatronics. Oh yeah, which look like the thing. Like yeah. The chicken yeah. opens up. Like that looked like really cool. Like yeah. I want to see that in a scary movie, not <laughs> Scooby Doo. Uh, but I like when they find the tape that the cult has, and it's like teaching the you find out monsters. <laughs> Like yeah. how to talk, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I always watch the latest vid on the box," <laughs> and I'm guessing he means TV. But there was a uh, music channel called The Box. I don't know if you guys remember that. No. Yeah, and it, w- it was basically you had VH1, MTV, and maybe this is like a local Pennsylvania thing, but it was The Box. Uh, so I thought that's what he was talking about. But like, it's the most cliche 2000s thing you could say. Oh yeah, Daphne finds what do they call it? The triangle. Uh, hold uh, on. The, I, oh, no, I have it here. The pyramid of something. I do have it written down. It is the Damon Ritus. Damon okay. Ritus. And it looks like the box from Hellraiser. And mm-hmm. the big cage it's in looks like the box from Hellraiser. And I had yeah. a very, really big Hellraiser vibe from that room, <laughs> which I was not expecting in Scooby-Doo. That's actually Yeah, there's the a lot cut. of... That's, that's it right there. Oh, it's just Hellraiser. <laughs> they just come out and it's just like, oh, it's just a Hellraiser movie out there. It's just brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the worst scene in the movie where Shaggy and Scooby fart and burp. Yeah, that was uh, weird. That was kind of like uncomfortable to watch. That's like, oh, well, you know, that previous scene might have scared kids too much. Let's put some farting and burping in. It's yeah, like, it's, a, okay. it's definitely a kid. Uh, it's like a kid bait. Like, hey, yeah. here's. And then Daphne is like choosing to stand behind Shaggy while he's shitting himself. I thought that was very <laughs> odd. <laughs> Yeah, like, she just she's takes like, it. Like, and I'm like, move. She comes in away. like, oh, God. Why are, you still... <laughs> why are you standing behind him? <laughs> Creepy bald guy is spying on Velma. Uh, and of course, like with every Scooby-Doo thing, they had to drag Scrappy-Doo into it. Yeah. And I is... like, I like <laughs> that the movie is smart enough to know that everyone hates Scrappy-Doo. I really enjoy that. I, I've got some... Uh, go ahead and say what you're going to say first, because I'm, I'm going to drop a bomb on this one that okay. people might not have noticed. So Okay, I will. <laughs> um, so Scrappy-Doo, she's flashing back to the good old days, and uh, it shows that Scrappy-Doo was kind of an asshole. Scrappy-Doo actually related to Scooby-Doo, isn't that like... He's a different breed of dog, I think. Is he's he's like, like a like cousin a, or something. A niece or, or a well, nephew in that situation yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so basically, he was just a dick. And they threw him out, and they, like, left him. But I guess they realized that would make people feel sad, so they have Velma sneak in a line where she's like, he wasn't even a puppy. He had a gland disorder. <laughs> so that's what's about to make this big bomb okay. all the more weird. Um, if you watch the scene where he starts peeing on Daphne, because that's a thing. Yeah. Um, Mark in his territory. So <laughs> that's an adult dog peeing on Daphne. Fred tells him, you can't do that again. And if you listen just a little bit to the audio, he goes... Ooh, as he's peeing on her. So, is Scrappy Doo a weird water sportsy guy? Probably. It's just, Probably. it's the weirdest, like, series of events that happens. And I sat there and I'm watching and I'm like, there's no way you'd catch this as a kid. But yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, maybe the internet's just ruined me. But I'd watch this whole scene and I'm like, 
oh my god, this is awful. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like I said, they were smart enough to know that the audience hated that guy because everyone hated Scrappy Doo. There was no. I didn't mind him. You're an idiot. Everyone hates. He's like, oh, what was the green guy from the Flintstones? The Martian character. Yeah, what was his name? I don't know his name. Uh, they worked him into one of the Flintstones live-action movies, but I don't remember it. I, I hope they pointed out the one with Kyle just... McLaughlin. No, no, the okay. sequel. To, that's the good one. There were sequels to it, though. There's a good uh, one. Huh? <laughs> There's a good one. Well, I mean, if you're if you're gonna watch all live-action Flintstones <laughs> movies, there's one that's gonna be slightly better than the rest. <laughs> uh, but no, I kind of like when things come back and they realize a character that didn't work. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the new seasons of X Files, mm-hmm. but the best thing they did is uh, a girl from like one of the later seasons that was supposed to replace Mulder. Everyone hated her character; she was the worst. So in the new seasons, they just made her a bad guy, even though it makes no sense, mm. just because they knew people like me hated her. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of like that. That was what this movie was going for with that. Um, so then the monsters attack, and they're real monsters. Which has been done in the cartoons, but, like, it's it was weird when the cartoons did it. Yeah. It, like, it kind of breaks the formula. I mean, I guess maybe it's being like, oh, you know what? You've seen that a million times, but now they have to deal with real monsters. But it always, even when they did in the cartoons, it was just too different. Because that was the fun part of the cartoons was the whodunit, who's behind the mask. Yeah, Scooby-Doo was always, like, um, yeah. it was always grounded it's in some way it was like oh well we saw these ghosts but no they were just proje- like projections or something yeah like there was always like a, a logical explanation yeah, that was for like it. the fun i usually always figured out who the guy was yeah but it was fun at the end of each episode to figure out how they did all their stuff mm-hmm. and when you change it to the monsters yeah like, and like voodoo magic and like just weird yeah. stuff although i appreciate them trying to rip the mask off so yeah. they did that in this movie though they did it in the first five minutes yeah. They do it twice in the movie. They have I two guess. climaxes. And they do work in a little bit of a whodunit at the yeah. end. But I don't know. I think I think for me, like the first like live action Scooby-Doo movie, I was kind of like put off how it didn't just do the formula the way. Not like it had to be loyal to the formula, but like it changed a lot. It ended up not being the whole mystery thing is kind of forgotten about. And it's this supernatural thing for a yeah. bit. Until the end, where you're like, "Oh right, there's like a mystery we're supposed there to." There is out. some, yeah. yeah. Daphne and Shaggy and Scooby teaming up is like the uh, Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo spinoff, because it was just them, Scrappy, and a bunch of new characters. No uh, Fred and Velma. No, no Fred and Velma. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was that show got canceled, and they released an animated movie last year that finally finished the story. The show got canceled in 1985. Weird. So if you were a fan of 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, you've been waiting a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> like that's... one season and then a movie to finish the story. Yeah, because they never found the 13th ghost. Ever. I forget what the plot was. <laughs> Some writer on that yeah. show was like, finally. Yeah, <laughs> I forget what the plot of the show was, but I remember specifically the only main characters were Shaggy, Scooby, and Daphne. So, like, did that have anything, any loose connection to the movie 13 Ghosts? Like... At all? No. Uh, I'd have to watch the show again. Maybe there's maybe there's some reference to the original Thirteen Ghosts, but yeah. I I don't think I'm gonna say no. Oh, a connection between those movies. Apparently, Matthew Lillard got the role in this because he was in Thirteen Ghosts. I hmm, think really? someone recommended him from that. I was looking at the trivia while watching this, and I forgot to write it down. Oh, yeah. But I think he got recommended. 
I forgot. He was the super smart guy in that. Yeah. 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 This really dates the movie. Mm-hmm. Getting back to Spider-Man, much like Macy Gray dates the Spider-Man movie, Sugar Ray is in this. Yeah. Which their <laughs> image is totally altered in this for me. Um, yeah. So you continue that few minutes and they like get chased into like that weird little area after yeah. like playing the little set and everything like yeah. that. They go from like, hey, we're a California pop band to like New York hardcore music where they're tearing down a venue, <laughs> bashing through the windows and everything like that. I'm like, oh man. I appreciate Ray. that like the Sugar Ray band yeah. actually was like joined in on the mayhem. Yeah. Can we talk uh, about how Fred speaks like he's someone who listened to Limp Biscuit for the first time? Yeah. Yo, yo, the Biatch was like, what? And I was like, later on. So they're tearing down the barn. Yep. Um, can, can we talk about the fact that Shaggy almost commits homicide during that scene? <laughs> yeah. Like, like legitimate homicide. So during this past summer, I injured my knee in an ATV accident. And it was okay. a pretty minor one, like dislocation, everything like that. It hurt me pretty bad. I was out of commission for a few months. Yeah. Shaggy full on rams the door that Fred's trying to come through, yeah. aiming for the head with the ATV. If you watch the scene, it's not even addressed because it's like the background. Yeah. But literally smashing right into him. Like if Fred was actually there, his body's wrecked. His soul would be trying to go through and just be like, yep, nope, that's gone. <laughs> we get a revelation during the scene. Mary Jane gets like slapped in the face with a branch. That is Hard. the that is the most terrifying moment of this this movie. She looks like, and I don't know if I've reviewed it yet before or after this, whatever, but it reminds me of the devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. There's a couple scenes where like yeah. girls show their demon face, and her face in this kind of looks like their demon face. I've never seen it. I remember like being in the theater being like, oh god, like that actually <laughs> yeah. like scared me for a second. Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, and then uh there's some kind of fight whatever uh when do they reveal that the sunlight kills them that's when they like touch the thing and velma gets her body back yeah yeah, yeah. because she's outside and then it yes. yeah yeah and that's very so this original. is so that's after this part where they go they, they go into the cave and they find like the the soul thing or right whatever, right which reminds me of that scene from hercules where he goes down oh yeah i hate the disney hercules but i know what you're talking about yeah okay um, um, that scene also terrified me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was weird to me about that scene, too, is, like, instead of just using their faces and just kind of making them, like, blue or something like that, like they had done in previous movies yeah. many times before, yeah. they decided to go full CGI with their faces and make them yeah. look like weird, like, second-rate dolls of themselves. Yeah, they look They looked unsettling. I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't yeah. like that. Uh, but, yeah, so they get killed by sunlight, and it's like, really? That's what you came up with? I mean, that's, like... Yeah. If you're going to go for, like, what's my monster's weakness? Sunlight is, like, the first one you go for. What's funny is, like, <laughs> they start using that sunlight for a second, but it's, like, while Shaggy's trying to pull those faces out. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a split second where he just, like, he finds a guy, and he's just like, yeah, no, you're not my friend. And he, like, dips him back in. He just yeah. damns this dude into purgatory for, just, like, ever. Just let him out. Let him all out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Releasing them leads to the body switching thing. Mm -hmm. Where Fred is a pervert because he gets uh, Daphne's body. He's like, I can look at myself naked. And it's like, yeah, that was weird. Legit quote there, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the weird part. Yeah. Like, ugh. And then they're like constantly switching. And it's kind of fun. It doesn't feel like Scooby Doo, though, but the body switching is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but then it's over pretty quick. So Scooby gets captured. Yes. yes. And it turns out he's going to be the sacrifice, I think. Yes. yes. I don't and, know if we've gotten to that part in the video or not. And, <laughs> the and throughout, or not. throughout this whole thing, um, Rowan Atkinson's <clears throat> character is like, kind of like this goofball. Yeah. And he's like, kind of like just, oh, yeah, you guys can help me solve this mystery. Yeah. But it's like, 
he was. We find out he was the bad guy all along. Yeah, like he's in the room interrogating Scooby and yeah. stuff. But uh, there's one other good joke that made me laugh. It made I wasn't expecting it, but when he sees the picture and he goes, "Oh, hey, that's me," and then he smiles and he's making the same face. <laughs> I've seen that joke before. But I don't know why I just cracked up last time watching. It was a that. good gag. There's a lot of. <laughs> you know, I will like... say the CG for Scooby. You kind of like get used to it as the movie goes on. It's yeah. real jarring at first. Well, they, and then you kind of, kind of like accept it. They put him in a lot of like really weird scenes where it's like you don't to sell the CGI. You don't have to do this. Like they would do scenes where he's like holding Shaggy. Yeah. It's like scenes where he's very close to like. Yeah. people and then the lighting is off and it's just super noticeable mm -hmm. but I mean it works yeah uh, so the mystery team is uh, talking and again Velma is distractingly hot in all these scenes she's got the cleavage out uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like I don't even know what the hell they're saying uh, just, I'm just a big <laughs> Linda Cardellini fan right now <laughs> So the weird part is like they come up with that plan and it's like yeah. they're about to go into the sacrifice chamber, which is getting prepped, and they, they establish that it's getting prepped. They get in there with like climbing gear, full construction yeah. gear, <laughs> like all this stuff to lay out the most elaborate yeah. trap ever. Like nobody's watching this like sacrificial chamber that has been getting prepped for like how long now? Yeah. So. And then uh oh yeah, the bad guy has like a Shang Tsung soul well. That's what yeah. it was reminding me of, like yeah. a Mortal Kombat thing. Uh, so, like, all the bad guys show up. Like, something happens. They, they're, like, rope breaks or whatever, and they get stuck. It's, uh, it was Daphne and, or no, Velma and Fred get distracted. Fred gets distracted yeah. by Velma's hotness, as you will say. Yes. Falls down, um, they do, like, the whole jump thing. Shaggy's line breaks, then Daphne's yeah. breaks, they get caught It up. all gets, like, messed yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, but then they have to, like, blend in with the crowd and dancing. So they're and Shaggy, yeah. like, beats up a guy and, like... Velma and Fred like fuck up and they're all chanting that weird chant and then they stop and like Fred's like still going. Yeah. I thought that was pretty Which, funny. I was like Who's with him when that happens? Is that Daphne? Daphne's with him. Why did she go along with it? It's like you're not gonna sell it. Just, yeah. just let yeah. him go. Uh so then uh Scooby Doo dies. Oh <laughs> Whoa, spoilers. No. I like watch oh. that last night, I'm like, oh he's technically dead. Yeah. How long can you be dead before they revive you without any complications? That's what I want to know. I think there's a movie Scooby about that. coming back uh, with I'm, brain damage is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's funny is like Shaggy and Scooby make up like 20 seconds before that and they come up yeah. with like this plan. He's literally just, let's let's run away and scream. That's all we got to do. And it's like the best plan that they've had the entire movie. <laughs> and it just gets like immediately killed right yeah. there on the spot. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the bad guy falls down, but he's wearing a mask. It turns out it's not a mask. Turns out he's a robot. And who's inside the robot? A lot of men in black. Just <laughs> it was a lot like men in black. <laughs> yeah, Scrappy Doo's the bad guy in the movie. He's like the final villain. So I have a weird issue now. Okay. Is Scrappy Doo just a smarter person than Velma on this subject? He learned about an island that had a sacred relic that was only knowledgeable to the inhabitants of the island. That's true. Exploited some economy to get enough funding to get this guy to, or uh, he, uh, Rowan Atkinson's yeah. character, he uh, exploited him to get him to build a theme park on the island, yeah. intending to invite them two years later. Yes. Knew how to utilize this item to trap yes. souls and then how to transfer them with the like new mechanical stuff that he had built. Is he just a super genius? He's a genius. Like, like, yeah. 
He can like reanimate the dead and yeah. summon demons. Like Scrappy is. There's a lot going on with Scrappy. Yeah, right and they now. just put him in a cop car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's but getting out before, of that cop car. Not before he turns into a giant monster. Yes. And he looks yeah. like a tiny tiger from Crash Bandicoot, just, like, on, like, more Roy. Yeah, this is the boss battle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I it's forgot. A, this is where your callback line comes into play, and he's like, yes. Oh, see, I Scooby-Doo, I want you. You mean Melvin do? It's like, oh, we're just going to damn him to purgatory yeah, next. Like, I didn't expect the Melvin do callback. We didn't mention this at all, but so uh, Mondavarius has like two like underlings. It's like yeah, some guy I forget guy. about and then yeah. like the wrestler guy. Oh, yeah, the luchador. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That, one, that part's kind of, that's like a fun way of like going against the formula where like Daphne beats up the guy. Yeah. Instead uh, of getting kidnapped. Stuff like that I didn't mind. Well, yeah, that guy's dead. Now. Huh? Oh yeah, that guy. No, that, that guy guy's literally- dead. Oh yeah, dude, he gets impaled on the. I was soul gonna say because the I said it last night when I was watching it. The uh, the cauldron has jagged, sharp edges, and he hits the corner yeah, of it. I'm she, like, she just like kicks him through WWE style, of yeah. course, because there's like a rope there. Yeah, yeah, there happens to be ropes. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He was a Telemundo wrestler, so it's only fitting that he died a wrestler's death. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, really know, know, many, I don't know many wrestlers who died being impaled on cauldrons. But do we see him at the end, like in handcuffs or anything? <laughs> we see the bald guy. I'd have to. Actually, dead. I think he might just be dead. dead. We'll check the footage. He's probably alive, but the way it's filmed, it looks like he straight up died. That's a result of her over those two years getting that black belt that they just kind of like. Yeah, that's all that like pent up aggression from always being the damsel. Also, I'm pretty sure the disco ball of death was used in From Dust Till Dawn when they kill the vampires at the end. Uh, And then it's weird. Fred and Daphne are in love at the end. There's a lot of weird stuff actually during that combat scene. Even like. Fred is a proficient rope fighter, um, we yeah. find out. Shaggy is a obviously mechanical engineering genius or like operations genius because he's like <laughs> moving the like arm that he's never used before. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. And the romance is so weird. Like Fred and Daphne are in love, but then it's like Velma, when she's getting sloshed in the bar way earlier, met like one guy for like five seconds. Now yeah. they're in love. Now they're in love. Yeah. And yeah. And I that, wonder if maybe that was like one of the things that got cut out. Because I know there were a lot of things cut. Maybe they had. Because they thing. were it's like just, dating in the beginning and then they broke just, up. It makes Velma look super easy. I mean, it helps <laughs> you, but. <laughs> oh, I love when she's like not being possessed anymore and she's done with the sexy outfit. She puts the sweater right back on. Yes. I'm like, why are you wearing a sweater out here? <laughs> So yeah. warm on this island. <laughs> uh, so they find when they find um, Emil in the so Scrappy they really Scrappy is, uh, yeah. is the guy and they find the real um, Emil Mondavarius yeah. in like this chamber conveniently directly under it's where they are. Conveniently there. And he's just like hoboed up. He, yeah. He's like the beard and like all like dirty and everything. Yeah. The very next scene, he looks exactly like he did in the beginning. Yeah, like, same he, like, outfit shaved. and everything. Like, did he shave? He shaved, he showered, he <laughs> he got the clothes back. Like. <laughs> he had to look good, like for the Coast Guard, which was weird because the Coast Guard was evil, but they still came apparently. Was What was up with that scene where it's like the weird scene where yeah. he's like, help us, and he's like, they just start laughing? Were they like monsters? Yeah, they were, but then like, did they go back to the island and get killed? Are there still monsters out there? They never said they were monsters. Were those just some weird, sick, sadistic, night-patrolling Coast Guard guys? Just being possibly. like, ha your friends got kidnapped. Screw that, you. That's yeah, that was, possibly what it is. <laughs> that was a weird scene, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's, oh, Scrappy almost curses. I thought that was funny. They oh, when they slammed right the door away. on him. Yeah. All right, so watching this, I haven't seen this since, I mean, I saw it in the theaters. I saw it once on video. I might even have a tape, not on here. I might have like a like a bootleg tape of this somewhere. A bootleg of the Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I what guess. What kind of time period in your life would you pick that up? At? I don't know. <laughs> like, that little Nikki behind you is a bootleg. You can see the computer mouse on the cover. Like they took a screenshot oh of the computer. Oh my God, yeah, you can on his arm. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, having rewatched it, I expected it to be like a lot worse. Yeah. When I was watching, I'm like, this is okay. It's not I would have liked a more like traditional Scooby. I don't mind like rewriting the formula, but like it, it really just became something else for a big chunk of the movie. The supernatural stuff, I think, really took me out of it. Yeah. But overall, it's it's kind of funny. I still enjoyed it. I feel like yeah. the cast really holds it together. Yeah. Um. Uh, there are like the farting scene and the, the scene at the, the credit scene where they're trying like the hot peppers. Yeah. Like, that's clearly meant for like real young kids. So maybe if I maybe if I had seen this when I was a little younger, I would have liked it more. I Wait, think I just saw it in like a. Weird... Are you saying that the movie that was based off a kid's cartoon was meant for kids? Yeah, well, <laughs> no, well that's the thing. The movie is kind of, but the movie is like struggling with tone yeah. with the Mary Jane joke and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's not as good as we we just did the Adams Family movies. And Which. those are movies that are funny on every single level for every age group, and they please everyone. Yeah, they're a, they are above and beyond. Yeah. Those are no question. Yeah, so this one, it was kind of like, uh, it seemed like they weren't really sure which direction they wanted to go in. Uh, I've not seen the sequels. I didn't see the second one. I don't know if you have. Or... I might have seen the second one, like, forever ago. I don't really remember it as much. That's like the meme where he's like big and muscular, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I was probably in the same time period that you were when you when this one came out. Yeah. I just, I saw the first one. I liked it a lot. Like, I, I like yeah. this movie. I genuinely <clears throat> enjoy it as like just a fun, mm. just let your brain turn off and enjoy like a kind of goofy family-ish ride. Yeah. By the time the second ones came out, I was probably too busy being an edgy skateboarder to care about anything. So yeah. It, yeah. There it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't. They made like a couple spinoffs. There's one. It's like a prequel with Daphne and Velma in like high school or something. I was like, how many That's of these freaking movies yeah. are there? They're... I don't know if all of those are connected. I I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about the expanded uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, universe. but I guess it kept Scooby Doo alive. There's still Scooby Doo stuff now. Yeah. Well, well new movies just, they make constantly. Like just ones. before these came out, they actually did a run of. Scooby-Doo movies direct the video. Yeah. That's when I did like the UFO one, the Zombie Island one. I remember um, Zombie Island. Cyber Chase, like that kind you of stuff. You know what was really good? Uh, Scooby-Doo did a Blair Witch Project parody. Really? For Cartoon Network. That was like a promo, wasn't they it? They were like yeah. a series of like commercials and then someone finally put them all together mm -hmm. and it's basically like a short film of Scooby-Doo as the Blair Witch Project. It was really, really good. I'm gonna have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the uh, the abridged version of it where they actually put them together. That might be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> look, it's definitely a product of its time. Oh God, yeah. It yeah. hasn't aged super well, but it's not like the worst thing. Sometimes I revisit movies from my youth, and I'm like, oh, that didn't hold up well at all. Wow, 
die another day actually kind of sucks. I don't know why I liked it so much. It's not like the CGI and like the Langoliers or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like what, what else came out around this time that I probably liked. Didn't the cat and the hack come out around this time? Oh god, like, I missed that one. But like the great like I like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, I like yeah. the Grinch. Now yeah. I watch it and I'm like how this movie really blows and it yeah. doesn't get the idea at all. Uh, so yeah, it's not as offensive as those movies. It's like somewhere, it's in a weird middle ground for me. Yeah, it's, it's a good family-ish time. That's the best way. Yeah, to you it. won't hate yourself. Exactly. Yeah, this director went on to do Smurfs. I actually, I saw the first Smurfs movie in theaters. Me and my friend thought it'd be funny to see it as a joke. It actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, I yeah. saw the first It had yeah. like, they, there's one really good joke in there where they're talking about all the Smurfs they miss from their home. And they're like, you know who I don't miss? Passive-aggressive Smurf. He would always say nice things to you, but in kind of like a mean way. And I'm like, <laughs> I laughed way harder at that than I should have. <laughs> You're sitting there in the theater. All the parents are getting real mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for coming on, Brian and Mike. Oh, thank you for uh, Where can us. we people find you? Oof. Um... Well, probably on social media, uh, just at Obsidia Brian on uh, Twitter and Instagram. That'd probably be the best place. You can find my YouTube from there. Um, at It's My Bag, I-T-S-M-I-B-A-G uh, on Instagram. And my name, Michael Perella with two R's Ooh. on YouTube. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.